This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Good morning, everybody. Today is October 17th. The year is 2022. Great time to be alive in this crazy world. And we are heading into another exciting week this week. Last week was one of our best ever. I believe it was number four for us all time. And it was the best one in six months. So really great job across the board. So we're going to go through that leaderboard. And after that, Lee is going to go with his Motivational Monday. So let's see where we are here on top of the leaderboard for last week. Becca McKay, six apps, almost 10 grand in one week. So, so Becca, share with the team what worked for you last week. Um, honestly, last week was kind of a mixture because I was out the previous week. So last year, last week was kind of like a mixture of the previous week and last week. So I kind of had a few more clients to work with last week. But honestly, I mean just talking to people, you know, just kind of, kind of talking and, and getting to know what they need. And so I'm, it just worked out really well. So okay. sounds good. That's, Great week. That's Great actually week. the best week I've ever had. So that's fabulous. <laughs> that's how it works. So good job, Becca. Then uh, Preston Anderson, I believe this is his back, uh, best week ever. He's with that cool background of San Francisco over there. So Preston, tell us what, uh, what worked for you last week? Um, just putting in the activity, to be honest with you, and this ethos, I think this is my joint. <laughs> okay. Okay. And that's great. I think we're going to have you tomorrow on the podcast. So we can't wait to hear more from you, Preston. Good job. Thank you. Then, uh, Marsha grinded it out to six yeah. apps, 7241 for the week. Not a bad week, Marsha. No, no. I'd still um, want to keep, I would like to see that every week, you know, but it's the same as everybody else, just calling everybody. And a couple of, I had a couple of older clients, you know, clients from before. Um, one of them I found I could do something better for them. And so the application hadn't quite gone in yet. We were able to make an adjustment and they were delighted because I saved them a lot of money and got them better coverage. So it was, everything's just lined up, but I worked hard. So there you go. That's it. That's how it works. Harder you work, luckier you get. Then we have Erica Entu. Another nice week from Erica. She's at uh, seven apps for 72.36. I don't think I see Erica this morning. And then Coach K, 10 apps for Coach K. This is one of his best weeks in a while. So I know he's been grinding it out, mailer issues, things are hitting at the same time. So so Carrie, what, uh, what worked for us? What worked for you last week? Uh, yeah, just showing up, stacking the schedule, running those appointments, and and that's it. You know, just uh, staying in the system there. 
that's it. Two apps a day. Keep collecting. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so then we have uh, Kerry Weissong, 11 applications in a week, 53, 26. So, so Kerry, what worked for you last week? Hey, same answers as everyone else. And I, I want to congratulate uh, Becca. What a fantastic week for you. And Coach K, nice to see you up there on the, in the high numbers. That's pretty awesome. But as far as me, uh, I'm going to say the same thing as them. The only thing I would like to impress upon everybody today is spend more time listening. We need to re you know, remember, even in our personal lives, we have two ears compared to one mouth. Listen to your clients. Take the time to formulate a good plan for them. Put yourself in their shoes and empathize. And you might be surprised what you create of a wonderful um, protection program for them. You know, so you do have to think on your toes and uh, a little outside of the box, which only gets better as you run more appointments. But push yourself a little bit on that. You are the license agent. You know more than what they know in this particular industry. And so that's that's what I feel. I think last week I probably should have only had maybe 2,000 APB. It, it's been a very rough like three weeks for me, but um, that's what really impressed me by the end of the week is noticing how much I was really listening, strategizing, and they actually appreciate when you slow down and they can almost tell that you're working up a, a, a plan for them. Um, they like that, you know, it makes them feel like you're investing in them. So uh, that, that's something I could share that will help anybody just spend more time listening, um, less time talking, and um, you'll get there. Good. So as you guys can see, we have one, two, three, four, five, six people over 5,000, and then another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven above 3,000. So things are just, you know, hitting on all the cylinders. If, if we just go into here, this is a, a fun one that Equus have. So these are our badges. These are our elite, elite producers. So right now for the year, Jamar is uh, still leading the way. 181, he is gold. When he crosses over 200, this is going to change to platinum. Uh, same thing for Marsha on his toes. Erica, Erica just started in mid-February, right? So she's on fire. Um, Mariana, Kerry Wysong, she's going to go and break into gold, could be this week. And then, uh, you know, we have Coach K, Becca McKay. This is her first batch here. So congrats, Becca. So that's over 100,000. And then I believe we have Mr. Sean Chadwell, next one in line, right there, 98 and a half. So he is right there. So uh, things are hitting on all cylinders. Uh, really good momentum from last week. So I'm just going to go and leave leave it to Lee Corbett to take us further today. Go ahead, Lee. Oh, you are on mute. Good morning. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Uh, we had an exciting week last week. Great job to all the wonderful producers. Um, everybody did a great job. Like I said, we've been talking about finishing up um 2022 strong and you all off to a great start to doing that so that we can go into 2023 with the bang um let me get screen sharing again please and um so today we want to talk about some of the little things right um some of you all have seen this video played it a couple times um and some of you all know new enough where you have not seen this video um, but we want to share this because I want you guys to think about the little things to, that, that can 
that can give you such a monumental um, start to your day, right? Because I'm always a big proponent of it. We've got to start. So many people don't get started. And that's even with the little things. I don't care if it's just dieting, um, working out, eating, right? Financial goals, marital goals, whatever the case may be, we don't start. So if we learn to start something simple, then we can put a plan together to go out there and do something great, but then we have to finish strong. So I want to share this video with you guys. And hopefully this inspires someone to do some of the little things in the world um, that can make a huge difference in their business and in their life. So here we go. We're going to let the admirable Admiral take it from here. If you want to change, it goes down to just 42. There are now six boat crews of seven men. Start off by making your bed. If you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. If you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride and it will encourage you to do another task and another and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made, that you made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. To pass SEAL training, there are a series of long swims that must be completed. One is the night swim. Before the swim, the instructors joyfully brief the students on all the species of sharks that inhabit the waters off San Clemente. They assure you, however, that no student has ever been eaten by a shark, at least not that they can remember. But you are also taught that if a shark begins to circle your position, stand your ground. Do not swim away. Do not act afraid. And if the shark, hungry for a midnight snack, darts towards you, then summons up all your strength and punch him in the snout, and he will turn and swim away. There are a lot of sharks in the world. If you hope to complete the swim, you will have to deal with them. So if you want to change the world, don't back down from the sharks. Over a few weeks of difficult training, my SEAL class, which started with 150 men, was down to just 42. There were now six boat crews of seven men each. I was in the boat with the tall guys, but the best boat crew we had was made up of the little guys, the munchkin crew, we called them. No one was over five foot five. The munchkin boat crew had one American Indian, one African American, one Polish American, one Greek American, one Italian American, and two tough kids from the Midwest. They out paddled, outran, and outswam all the other boat crews. The big men in the other boat crews would always make good-natured fun of the tiny little flippers the munchkins put on their tiny little feet prior to every swim. But somehow these little guys from every corner of the nation and the world always had the last laugh, swimming faster than everyone and reaching the shore long before the rest of us. SEAL training was a great equalizer. Nothing mattered but your will to succeed, not your color, not your ethnic background, not your education, not your social status. If you want to change the world, measure a person by the size of their heart, 
not by the size of their flippers. The ninth week of training is referred to as Hell Week. It is six days of no sleep, constant physical and mental harassment, and one special day at the Mud Flats. The Mud Flats are an area between San Diego and Tijuana where the water runs off and creates the Tijuana Sloughs, a swampy patch of terrain where the mud will engulf you. It is on Wednesday of Hell Week that you paddle down in the Mud Flats and spend the next 15 hours trying to survive this freezing cold, the howling wind, and the incessant pressure to quit from the instructors. As the sun began to set that Wednesday evening, my training class, having committed some egregious infraction of the rules, was ordered into the mud. The mud consumed each man till there was nothing visible but our heads. The instructors told us we could leave the mud if only five men would quit. Only five men, just five men, and we could get out of the oppressive cold. Looking around the mud flat, it was apparent that some students were about to give up. It was still over eight hours till the sun came up. Eight more hours of bone-chilling cold. The chattering teeth and the shivering moans of the trainees were so loud, it was hard to hear anything. And then one voice began to echo through the night. One voice raised in song. The song was terribly out of tune, but sung with great enthusiasm. One voice became two, and two became three, and before long, everyone in the class was singing. The instructors threatened us with more time in the mud if we kept up the singing, but the singing persisted, and somehow the mud seemed a little warmer, and the wind a little tamer, and the dawn not so far away. If I have learned anything in my time traveling the world, it is the power of hope, the power of one person, a Washington, a Lincoln, King, Mandela, and even a young girl from Pakistan, Malala. One person can change the world by giving people hope. So if you want to change the world, start each day with a task completed. Find someone to help you through life. Respect everyone. Know that life is not fair and that you will fail often. But if you take some risks, step up when the times are the toughest, face down the bullies, lift up the downtrodden, and never, ever give up. If you do these things, the next generation and the generations that follow will live in a world far better than the one we have today. And what started here will indeed have changed the world for the better. So now we're going to give you guys a perspective on this. First of all, isn't that an amazing video, number one, right? And, and so much of that video represents who we are right here at Black Swan. I want you to think about, if you go back and listen to all the words that he said in that video, right? He talked about the, the little guys that they didn't expect to make. You know, these little guys, they called the munchkin crew, right? They had little bitty flippers on their little bitty feet, right? And they outswam everybody. Right. Uh, they, they, they outran everybody. And then we got these little, little teachers um, who shouldn't be here. We've got these people with past that you probably think that shouldn't be here. We got people from all these different, different graphics from communist countries that shouldn't be here. And yet they're here. And I don't only that they're persevering. Then watch this, guys. We, we have this thing where uh, people have pushed through. Right. So now we go. We watch this. So for those of you all that don't know, when you hear me talk about Hell Week, this is where Hell Week comes from. 
right? So now y'all understand why Hell Week is supposed to be such a daunting task. Hell Week is meant to give you all of the egregious people. You hear people sometimes cussing you out. You hear people, you get an, an abundance of no's. And all this time is, is setting you up to understand, to become mentally tough, to, to withstand the rigors of being in this business because it's not going to be easy. It's going to be tough. You're going to have tough days. You're going to have days you want to quit. And there are going to be some of you all that will quit like several times throughout Hell Week. But that's the purpose of it because we're building your character. You don't even know it. It goes all the way back to the um, karate kid days, wax on, wax off. You have no idea why you're doing it until it's time to get in the comeback. And you realize these small little fundamentals have built you up to be this, this, this powerful young lady, this powerful young man. And you didn't even realize it during the process. So when you're going through hell week, I want you guys to remember it's the process. That's why we talk about it so much. Marry the process and divorce the results because you guys get caught up on how many, how many people you're not selling, how many people are not showing. And what you should be worried about is, is marrying that process and learning to get better through it, learning how to handle the no-shows better, learning how to handle when you don't make sales so you can learn from that adversity so that you can be better the next go around. But watch this, guys. Here's where it all culminates. We, you've heard us talk about this book called The Slight Edge. Some of you might have read The Compound Effect. Both of them fantastic books, right? But it all talks about doing the little, doing the little things, doing the simple things that we don't think matters. And, and if we go back to little things like making dials, writing down your goals when we're in Rookie Roundtable, we talk about write that goal down. Don't just say it, write it down. That's a little thing. It doesn't seem like it matters. It matters, it matters tremendously, right? Making at minimum of 100 dials. Some of you all think that you can cheat the system by making 75 dials. You can't. Because you cannot beat the numbers. You cannot beat the numbers. You cannot beat the numbers. But the beautiful thing is the numbers can't beat you either. So you have to be willing to push through the night. You got to be willing to continue to make those dials come hell or high water to that being your minimum. Not your maximum, but your minimum. So you can get what you want to get out of life. But then here's the other part of it, guys. I'm, I'm going to challenge you guys, and I still do this to the day. I still do it to the day. And I, I learned this when I was in the military. Because before I was in the military, I cannot tell you I had this practice. As a matter of fact, if you come right now, well, let me finish this part first, and I'll tell you the matter of fact part. But I still do this to the day. I'm going to start challenging each of you. This sounds like a, such a, such a simple task. I want to challenge you to make your bed because you'll have one task that's complete and you'd be surprised how that one task will help you go ahead and have breakfast. That one task will lead to another task that'll make you say, well, I'm going to get up on this rookie round table. That other task is going to be, I'm going to start making my dials. That other task is that I'm going to, I'm going to follow the system. That other task, I'm going to get on the road. You're just going to start doing one task after another, another, another. And when, once again, when things don't go quite right that day, you can always go back to your bedroom at the end of the night when it's time to start it all over and go back to a bed that you made. Now, if you come look at my bed right now, literally right now, I still have the same corners on my bed that I was taught back, back, back in 1992. I have the same corners. 
I still sit there when I and my my type my sheets are tight. It, we used to be tested. We make our bed and flip a coin. And if that if that quarter does not bounce off the bed, we did not have bouncy beds, by the way. So that wasn't going to be the case. That thing had to be taught. It had to be extremely tight. But I made my bed then. I made I made my bed now. And I'm gonna challenge each of you to make your bed. It sounds like such a small thing to do, but you'd be surprised what the little things will do in your life if you take care of the little things. If you take care of the little things, the big things will take care of themselves. Make your bed. Let's go out there and make it happen. Let's have a fantastic week. Thank you, Lee. There's nothing else to say. I think we're just going to hand this over to Marsha and she takes over. I just want to say thank you so much. My heart is just swelling. It's like watching a movie and the big part's coming up. You're like, yeah! So, thanks, Lee. <laughs> Way to start my morning. Okay. Maybe some of you are there. Maybe some of you are still nursing the coffee, but you'll get there. So, never give in and never give up.